BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. Welcome into the Ole Miss Morning After Show with me, Ben Garrett, the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, the Field of On 3, and Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet, and Ole Miss football, my friend Brad, long time no see, sir, is 1-0 on a 73-7 shellacking of Mercer on Saturday. How are you? Yeah, man. I mean, I think that, that talent-wise, one thing that popped off to me, and this is me, you know, I've watched Ole Miss football my whole freaking life. Same thing with you. Like, I can never remember a time we had this much freaking talent. Like, and a good example of that was later on in the game, which I try to watch every play, because this, this is the game where you do get to see some of your younger guys. Mm. And when Walker Howard ripped those two throws, one for on, like, second and 20, and another one on, like, third and what, like, Dude, we, we didn't have our starting quarterback when I was here couldn't throw a ball like that. And you got, you know, you got guys, J.J. Henry catching a ball like that dude's our starting receiver when I'm here. Like, yeah. just the amount of talent out there that, that Lane Kiffin and brought in is, is is phenomenal, man. There's a few people that, that popped out, too. I thought that was that that really was eye-popping. And one being um, Xavier Harris, he looked awesome. I mean, that, that was a surprise. And then, obviously, um, you know, you had the, the kid from La Tech. Both Harris guys, that kid's got some real talent. I think I texted you during the game. I was like, man this kid's got some freaking talent. Like, and I get it, it's Mercer, but he was still, you, you can watch a guy run routes. You can watch a guy go up and get the ball. That, that, that's all. I mean, no matter who you're playing, that's going to all translate. Trey Harris is obviously the biggest takeaway for me. I mean, he broke a new single – or he set he set a new single-season Ole Miss record yeah. for touchdowns in a game with four, had 133 receiving yards, led the team, obviously, and really was Dart's number one option from jump. Uh, there are a lot of things to talk about in regards to those weapons for Jackson Dart. Uh, tight end room is, is becoming a little bit of a concern. We'll talk about that. Uh, but when you think about Trey Harris's big day, yeah, he's talented, but I think we kind of knew that. You know, he he came yeah. up from Louisiana Tech. He's a transfer wide receiver that everybody wanted. Almost lands him to be a top two option in the wide receiver in the wide receiver room. And now um for him to come through and dominate like that, that's not the surprising thing. I think what was the most surprising thing 
Not that Jackson Dart was named the starter because we've been talking about Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart was going to be the starter all week, if not all August camp. But the fact that he dominated the snaps, Spencer Sanders and Michael Trigg, for that matter, didn't come into the game until 8.08 in the third quarter. And at that point, Ole Miss was up 52 to 7, and Jackson Dart had put up an incredible stat line. He went 10 for 10 in his first 10 passes for 207 yards and three touchdowns and finished with four touchdowns over 300 yards passing. It was a dynamic day for him. So, Trey Harris. He's awesome. He's going to be a leading option for yeah. Jackson Dart all year. But Jackson Dart is QB1. We knew that. Uh, yeah. Lane Kiffin refused to name it until today when he gave it to Chris Lowe like we all expected him to. Um, but I think how good he looked in comparison to the other quarterbacks, because Walker Howard did some good things. Spencer yeah. Sanders did some good things. Jackson Dart looked in complete control. I was really impressed with how he's driving on the ball. What about you? Yeah, no, and I was told after the spring he wasn't even close. I mean, I was told I was told that he did really, really well in the spring, kind of took that next step, and it translated today. Man, he looked real calm. Like, he knew where to go with the ball. He knew when to run. Like, he looked a lot less, you know, all over the place, like like, like he did at times last year. So, if this translates, man, I think he's set to have a, a massive year. I mean, a really, really big year. Obviously, we've got to see him versus SEC talent, but – Still, a throw's a throw, and the the man was delivering the rock all day on target. Um, knew where to go with the ball, which that's what I always look at when I look at quarterback play, dude. I'm like, hey, yeah, of course he's playing Mercer, but does does he making the right read? I'm following his eyes. I'm following where he's going with the ball. He knew where to go with the ball, and if that wasn't open, he was immediately going to the second and sometimes to the third. So that's what I was impressed with. And I mean, you look, dude, third down today, eight eight for eleven. I mean, that's all you can ask for, dude. Eight for eleven on third down, you're going to win a lot of ball games. I think he's taking the next step just based off of what I'm seeing, his, his reading, reading the field and, and, and how in control the offense he looked, man. I mean, and, and he's sneaky athletic, dude. Like, like that's why, that's why like, I, you know, I think he can be better than Corral. I really do. Just, just based off like he's athletic enough to, to, to still make the, the, the big runs, but like the way he throws the ball, like the, the arm talent's no different and he's got a bigger, better frame. So I don't know, man, I think, he, I think he can, if, you know, if he keeps developing the way he has, I think he'd be better than Crowell. Before we really get going, this podcast brought to you by Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage, Arkansas, not Big Ben. If you're looking to buy a home, uh, refinance, whatever you're looking to do, contact Jake Ott. His team has over 50 years of experience delivering stress-free, seamless, bespoke lending solutions tailored to each customer's needs and goals, whether it's your game day condo, starter home, dream home, investment property, beach house, or mountain home. Bank of England Mortgage has the financial solution for you. They're licensed in 48 states. They do it all. All right, Brad, you mentioned Jackson Dart. We talked about him being named the quarterback, how well he performed. I'm looking at stats right now. He was 18 of 23, uh, 334 yards and four touchdowns. Quinshawn Judkins, 13 carries for 60 yards and two touchdowns. Pretty pedestrian day by his standards, but still really, really good. 4.6 mm -hmm. yards per carry. Trey Harris, six for 133 and four tutties. That was a new Ole Miss record. Jordan Watkins was second on the team, or tied for first on the team with six receptions, 111 yards. His biggest play probably came in the punt return for a touchdown. Uh, the first punt return for a touchdown, 69 yards for Jordan Watkins in 10 years. 10 years. And then defensively, Suntering Perkins led Ole Miss with nine total tackles. Uh, let's see, four solos, one sack, one tackle for loss, and one pass breakup. Uh, what did you think of him before we really dive, dive even deeper into the defense and all the other areas? Because we were texting back and forth. He is thin. We yeah. saw that when he reported to campus. And, I mean, he, he needs to add some weight. But Dude, the athletic that's, that's traits are insane. That's what's crazy, man. And, like, he's doing this while he's skinny. <laughs> so, when this dude you know, eats a little bit of good food, SEC food, it, it lifts some SEC weights for another year. Like, 
man, he is athletic as crap. He really is a, a, a true athlete out there. So I'm excited about him. I, I know I give him, give him crap for being skinny. I always tell you, I say, dude, this kid's got to, you know, get some weight on him. But I was impressed. I mean, for, for, for a freshman like that to come in and, um, yeah, you know, play the way he does. He's he's good. He's he's yeah, gonna be a good yeah. player, and we all know that. That's that's an obvious thing. But but I also like how Kiffin is is putting him out there, and you know, same same way with some of these other freshmen that were in there. Um, you know, you had Aiden was in there a little bit today, which you know, he really I think he had one catch, one or two catches, maybe maybe one. Two, I think two one catches. One catch so. for forty three yards, but what a catch it was, man! He went yeah. up and got it. I mean, that looked like. Laquan, AJ Brown. You think of all the yeah. number ones that play. AJ, uh, Aiden Williams made that was every bit as good as is what they would have done. Dude, how about Caden? Like how about Caden Lee? Um, yeah. you know, coming in there and getting a little touchdown and yeah. a good double move there. So, yeah, man, there's there's a lot of talent all over this team, and that that to me, I just you know, as I was sitting, there, I, I went to the game. I, I was watching. I want to watch it real close. That's what was eye popping to me, man. I was like, dang, we got some freaking talent out here, you know. And and obviously, we didn't have our top. I wouldn't. Say, I won't say top two tight ends. I don't know what trig. What's going with trig? But um, you, know, you got Heath and um, and Wolf. I mean, they they look the part. You look at them. They look like good SEC tight ends. Um, you know, obviously you didn't have um, the kid from Memphis either. So um, there's talent everywhere, dude. Like, like like the team is loaded. This is this is a very loaded team on offense. Caden Priestcorn. He's down for multiple weeks. He went ahead and had the surgery. He's been dealing with the foot injury. It's a minor foot injury, but they had to clean it up um, throughout fall camp. He under he went under the knife. He's going to be back in a couple of weeks. I would venture to guess from what I'm hearing, he'll be back for Alabama, but don't hold me to that. But yeah. I think the biggest news um, from Saturday in regards to the tight end room, because I think usage for the tight ends was one of the most interesting things about this game. And Kyron Heath threw his first career start, actually tied for third on the team in catches with yeah. three. I mean, that's not a lot, but still he was active. He's a good athlete, dude. Yeah. Like he moves well, like he's – He's very, he's a very solid, very serviceable tight end for us. And I watched him real close. And, and Wolf looks a dagum part too. But, but Heath, can, he's a very capable receiver. Um, if schemed right, could 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 produce very well. You know, and he's gonna probably be asked to catch three or four balls a game, just like um, any of the others will be. But man, I was impressed. Like he's a, he's a good little athlete. But Michael Trigg, we there was a, a little bit of a question in regards to his status coming into the game because he's back in the doghouse and he was with the third team today. And then you look up at the end of the game because Hudson Wolf got hurt. And the word we're hearing at the Ole Miss Spirit, OmSpirit.com and affiliate of Ole Three, is that he's broken his collarbone. And if he has broken his collarbone for a guy who's already dealt with a back mm. injury, I mean, he was finally coming around after being injury riddled. He can't catch a break. It looks like he's suffered another one. And he'll be out for a while, if not the entire rest of the season. I don't know how long a broken collarbone typically takes. Um, Michael Trigg was back, you know, by the end of the year last year. But when Michael Trigg went down last year with his injury, uh, Kyron Heath was one of the guys they were looking to turn to and didn't really make that impact. Today, you can tell the development, he's come along and he's ready to take a step. And he looked perfectly serviceable there. I think he's got some real upside. Uh, but there's a reason why Michael Trigg is still on this team. And it's because there are some concerns in that room. Caden Priestcorn being out for multiple weeks. Uh, Hudson Wolf being out for – an you know, undetermined amount of time right now. They yeah. got to have Michael Trigg. I mean, this is the time. Uh, if he was waiting for his opportunity, if he had been pouting or having a bad attitude or doing whatever to get kicked out of practice twice, uh, whatever was causing that, well, now here's a real opportunity for you. And he was active today. I mean, I'm looking at the final stats for him. He tied with Kyron Heath with three catches on the day, 44 scoreless yards, but he was active and he looked like he yeah. was engaged. Well I don't know the kid at all. Never met the kid, but like obviously he's got the talent. You look at him out there; he can mm -hmm. run. He's a matchup issue. Should you know? Should be producing crazy numbers, but 
you just never know mentally how some of these kids are, man. Like, you know, it's just, uh, and I've seen it happen a lot of times over the years where you're just like, man, if this kid would ever just, just get right or act right, he would, he would make a hundred million dollars. Right. I mean, he, he has all the, it just never happens for some guys and it sucks. We need the guy, we need him. And, and, and I hope, I hope it comes around. I hope but I'm at the point. I don't even know the guy and I don't even trust him. Cause I feel like I, I hear, I see a report every freaking every other month. He's undone something suspended yep. here. So, and here, here's the reality, the reality in sports and it, there's going to be somebody better come along, dude, like get it together. These are short windows. These are short windows. We've already had guys show up that are really good players now. So you're only, you're only, you know, want it or have value for so long before they just don't give a shit anymore, dude. They're going to move on to the next guy. So get it together, man. You got the body. Um, you know, you, you were in there, came in there late and was already showing flashes, you know, like, this dude should be should be lights out for us. The Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad is brought to you by Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage. Buying a home? Take the first step by getting pre-approved by the Jake Ott team at your local Bank of England Mortgage. Buy with confidence knowing the exact cost and what to expect by getting the paperwork behind you on the front end making for a relaxed, stress-free home buying experience. Whether it's your game day condo, starter home, dream home, investment property, beach house, or mountain home, Jake Ott and Bank of England Mortgage have the financial solution for you. And through the end of 2023, they're offering no-cost refinance for all who purchase in the current high-rate economy. Interest rates will come down soon, but Jake Ott and Bank of England Mortgage will be there to save you big money on your refinance when the time is right. Let Oxford's best take the stress out of your home buying experience. Check out Jake Ott and the Bank of England Mortgage team at www.boeoxford.com. That's boeoxford.com. Or you can contact Jake directly at 662-832-4663. That's Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage, the title sponsor of the Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc our players played really well today and i told them that um obviously you know there's things to get better we all know that but i commend them for how they started the game also commend them at halftime because you know, a lot of times when you have leads like that, you come out flat in the second half or when the twos and threes go in, you do. So I commend our guys, our coaches, um, you know, putting a lot of off-season work, making the roster, and then um, making sure these guys understood, you know, we, we got a game to play to get to 1-0. and And, um, you know, <clears throat> it's good to be back in a winning locker room, too. It's been a long off-season, so that part was good. And... I'm just really pleased with it, with how they played. Obviously, not perfect ever, but you know, really, 
you know, two significant plays, the fumble and the first um, run of the game by them. Outside of that, that's a, that's a pretty good day. And to be able to play so many players. <clears throat> Lane, can you take us through the decision to start uh, Jackson today, and, and do you foresee him being your starter going forward? Well, that took a long time. Um, I was just excited we won by a lot, you know, before I got that question. So <clears throat> I told you guys, uh, I thought both guys had a great camp, had played really well in the scrimmages, the mock game. Uh, that felt really good about both guys being able to win for us. And I thought both guys played extremely well today and, you know, made a lot of plays. I think Jackson started 11 for 11, Spencer throwing two touchdowns. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we had to make a decision who went first. And Jackson did and did a really good job. And now we'll go back and um, go to work this week and, you know, just get all our players better. So that was really good to see. and. You know, I know there's people out there that say, well, people need to be named starters for them to play well. Well, <clears throat> he wasn't named a starter and went 11 for 11. So um, I don't think that theory works very much. That, you know, keeping competitions open is, is a bad thing. Lane, with uh, Kyron Heath getting to start at tight end, and aside from getting three catches of 48 yards, do you feel like he, you feel like you saw what you needed to see out of him in this first career start? I thought he did a good job. Stepped up um, with pre-scoring um, at the last minute, not being able to, to go today. So um, that's a lot in our offense to you know play because you got to play out outside and play in open space and then play in as a normal tight end. So I thought he did a really good job, really for his first significant playing time to start. Uh, he did a good job in there. Trey, it looked like he was coming along well at camp, kind of grasping everything, but just your initial thoughts of the performance he had today for your offense. Yeah, you guys had asked about him, and you guys had seen him out there. So, I mean, I didn't really want to jinx him, but I really thought he had played like this the whole camp. You know, it really looked like a really dominant SEC receiver. So, for him to go out and perform today in his, his first Power 5 game and catch four touchdowns, um, you know, in whatever two and a half quarters of play, uh, was pretty neat to see. i ask you an obvious question. Do you – do you hope to be able to play this many people moving forward, or is this just kind of an experiment day when you got a big lead? That is an obvious question. We would like to have leads like this and play everybody. Um, that would be good in every game. So <clears throat> ideally, when you do get ahead, um, you want to be able to play guys, especially when you got so many new guys that need to play and never played together. And a lot of new coaches, a brand new defensive system. So. That was that was really good to have. Obviously, you know the goal is to win the game, but to be able to get up early enough to play so many guys and now be able to watch film on them and and see how they did and get the experience was really big. Because again, half that locker room we never played with. After that first play by Mercer, the touchdown, just how did you feel the defense kind of responded after that, just overall in it with this new system under goalie? Well, I said on the headset, we paid a lot of money, um, Pete, for you, and that's not exactly what we're expecting. So um, that wasn't a real good start, but it did tell me after that we only get 14 yards rushing. So um, 
maybe my joke he responded to. But no, that first play broke on the quarterback pulling it, and um, and then we settled down and played really well. And I thought did a number of things to kind of give them some issues. Lane, it looked like Trigg wasn't dressed to start the game. Did was he brought in in the second half, kind of out of necessity, or was that the plan all along? You know, we we have discipline in our program that we never, you know, um, that we handle internally, and so um, that was part of it. And it was good to see him respond and play really well in the second half. And that had nothing to do with um, anyone else's play or injuries. Uh, that was the plan. So it's good to see him come out and play really well. Coach, regardless of who you're playing, 73 points is a lot to put up on the scoreboard. Just take me through the entire offensive game plan as a whole and just how well it played out today. Yeah, I mean, I know, say, okay, well, it's the opponent. and um, But those guys play hard, you know. Uh, go two years ago at Alabama and look at, you know, how they played defense early in that game at Alabama. Um, and then hung around with Auburn last year for a while. So <clears throat> that's not a team that normally – goes to the SEC and has scores like this, especially defensively. So that was really good to see. It's hard to produce that consistency in those type of numbers, you know, versus your service team. So that's a lot of people doing a lot of things right and obviously led by, you know, the quarterback. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot of people stop the run with, you know, Q returning and, you know, leading the SEC and rushing most of, all three years we've been here, so um, that was kind of expected that you're going to have to throw people out of some defenses. I believe Trey's four touchdowns were a school record. Is there anything specific that you saw just working for him or what was being helping him be so effective? I think he prepared really well. Um, really love everything about this kid, how he prepares, how he focuses on the game, um, really struggles with guys that don't want to be like that around him. And so it was awesome to add him. And um, he really responded today. So pretty neat. Kind of has some Mingo personality to him, too, of just, you know, goes to work, doesn't say very much, didn't get, you know, not one of these guys that wants to celebrate because they make a first down and, you know, do some big dance. So really good to see receivers like this. And then kind of how cool was it to see Spencer, when he gets his chance to go in there, just – be so effective and just, I mean, how much easier is it for you when you have two really, really good quarterbacks? Yeah, there was not an exact plan there of when that switch was going to happen. Um, you know, it's hard to switch when when someone's playing so well, things are going so well. Um, you know, so I commend Spencer because, you know, just a guy that started 41 games. So that's not easy to do, to go, you know, sit on the bench for a half. So I commend him. Um, you know, the way he stayed focused and he came in and played well. We've talked a lot about the offense, but a big part of this win is also the defense. Saw a lot of fumble recoveries, sacks, you know, interceptions, you name it. Just talk to me about their performance today. Yeah, outside of that play, um, I thought the defense really swarmed the ball, uh, really rushed the passer and, and got some turnovers too. So it was really good to see. Uh, I got one more, Coach. You know, obviously, big game, big game today, big win. But next week, going down to New Orleans to take on Tulane. Just what are your first thoughts going there? Yeah, that's a big challenge. You know, uh, Cotton Bowl champs. You know, coming coming off of beating the Heisman winner in USC, 
and then going to their place and playing them at home in top 25 teams. So that's a really big challenge this early in the year. Lane, you've raved, you've raved about Centurion Perkins ever since he signed here, and to see him lead your team in tackles and kind of just be sideline to sideline the whole game was it any kind of was it any surprise to see what he did today? Really wasn't. That's how this guy has played in every practice he's been in, every scrimmage. So, um, what we expected him to be, and um, a lot of energy put into him recruiting for a reason. So, um, really good to see. We've not really had <clears throat> impact. Defensive freshman necessarily like that, so it's great to have. What other things really stuck out to you? One thing for me, Victor Kern and Quincy McGee, the transfer offensive lineman from Washington and UAB respectively, started at left tackle and left guard respectively. Not Jaden Williams, not Eli Acker, two veteran Ole Miss Rebels up front, and Jaden Williams started every game at left tackle last year for Ole Miss, but those two, and they helped put up for Ole Miss 667 total yards, 73 yeah. points, most in Lane Kiffin's four years at Ole Miss, 524 passing yards, 143 rushing yards, just video game numbers. Spencer Sanders was 8 for 14 for 134 and two touchdowns. But of all that, what really stuck out to you? I was already told, hey, the defense is going to be – could be rough. You know, Golden's still a year – a couple of years away from getting his type of guys in there. You look at our recruiting class for next year, it's, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of dudes coming in on, on that D-line and all over. So I was like, yeah, you know – Golden Golden could have a you know mediocre year first year. I'm not going to judge him because you know he's he's still recruiting his guys. And all of a sudden, dude, some random white quarterback just or, or whoever it was just I mean just gone 75 yards. Yeah. And, and and honestly, you take that play out of the game. I mean, we completely completely dominate that team. Like 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 it was bad, which we should have. But it, yeah, that was, that was tough. But you look at it on the defense. One 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 of my other takeaways from the day. On defense, man, how refreshing was it to see an actual defensive scheme being ran, mm -hmm. and not some prevent looking? I mean, good grief, dude! It was it was, it was cool. We we play an actual defense. Ole Miss lines up in a three four. You got guys in the box. You got you're playing tighter. Like we're not just sitting back in this three down. It like we actually it's actually fun to watch us play defense. And you know whether we have the guys or not, it's at least a very sound scheme. And there are going to be teams that line up with better athletes than us that are going to be able to you know get some stuff on us, but. My gosh, it was nice. To, I hope everybody else felt the same way. It was nice to see a freaking actual defensive scheme with guys in the box and 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 physical, you know, and, and playing in tight. So I thought that was that was really cool to see. Um, you know, just a nice change up from what the heck we've been seeing for the last couple of years, like some Pac-10 or whatever the hell it is, Big 12 <laughs> bull crap. Yeah. The only way they can get much better, in my opinion, on that side and fast is through guys like, Sunterine Perkins, Xavier Harris, who have real upside, not these accomplished guys maybe that are coming in and we kind of know who they are already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you, if you go back to that first play and, and, you know, somebody who's played football a while and people that, that have played will understand what I'm talking about, that happens sometimes when you come off of a camp and you know, you're so used to like, oh, I'm going to go like get the tackle. Then all of a sudden, damn, you, everybody stops and somebody keeps running. 
I've actually seen that happen in a few scrimmages where the first play is just a, a massive touchdown. It's like, oh, shit, we're playing a game. Like, mm -hmm. the guys aren't used to running and blasting somebody and because it's your own teammates, right? So I've actually seen busted plays in scrimmages. You know, you go to scrimmage the team, and it's like, all right, it's live tackling day. The boom, the first play is like an 80-yard run. It's like, what the hell? Like, it's just you're kind of <laughs> – you got yeah. to have like a blank moment there. So, you know, obviously that was, that was brutal to see. But, um, yeah, I've seen that happen. So I'm not shocked that that happened to us. I do not think we're where, where um, Golden wants to be talent-wise. I do think there are going to be games where people get after our ass. And that's just going to be the guys on the street. I think with a guy like Golden who can scheme the way he schemes, I think he can make some things still happen with what we got. I do think that, that there is going to be some issues throughout the year at times with this defense. But likewise opponents, we should do very well. We should we should hold up. And it's just this is just like the, the one year we talked about with Corral, right? Like other things like year two or so. You don't have to be a top twenty-five defense, right? We just need to land somewhere in the in the fifties, fifties, sixties, somewhere in there, which is very doable for a guy like Pete Golden. And let our offense win the games for us, right? That's why you're paying nine million dollars. You're paying $9 million for a Lane Kiffin offense that looks the way it looks today where, you know, damn, first play of the game, boom, he just, I mean, runs a freaking scissors route and, and one dude's wide open, DBs are looking looking dumb. That's, that's what you're there for, right? Lane Kiffin's offense, his schemes, they work. They, they look good, and that's 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 what we're, we're there. We're, we're an offensive team, right? We don't have to be a crazy defense. It will be great if we had one, but um, I, I think we need to, you know, as long as we're somewhere in the middle. Our talent is high, uh, and I've seen a lot of Ole Miss football – this is a deep ass team. This is this is this is as good of an offense as Ole Miss has ever had from just all around top to bottom. I mean, there's there's dudes. I mean, there's dudes that should be playing on teams and would be starting on teams that are not not getting to play. I, mean, I even forgot about JJ Henry. He caught that ball at the end of the game. I'm like, dang, I remember that dude. That dude, I thought that he would be playing by now. I'm at a I'm at an eight and four, nine and three, mm -hmm. and and I, I'm gonna tell you right now though, and I'm gonna go out and, and I'm probably I'm probably took a two biggest sip of Kool-Aid just based off the eye-popping freaking talent that I see out there on our field. Um, and, and I'm also jealous. Like, damn, I would I would have taken our second team when I was here, and we would at least went to a freaking bowl game the last year, right? <laughs> like, we're going to whoop somebody's ass we ain't supposed to whoop this year. We are going to beat somebody we ain't supposed to beat this year. I feel it, dude. It's just where it's one of those days where, like, it's one of those teams where, like, you better show up against this offense. And, and, I, and I'm I'm going to tell you just like I see it, but but, man – Juckin, I mean, this is a very, this is a very talented offense. Like, and if if Lane shows up with the right scheme, good luck defending it, dude. Good luck defending it, man. This freaking Trey Harris kid's legit. I mean, he he really is good. Watkins is good. There's tons of other guys. You know, Juckins. I, I think today, if you look, um, and I'm I'm agree with Lane. Hey, I'm not running Juckins more than ten to fifteen carries today, right? Like, give him his touchdowns. Let's not get that guy hurt, right? We're gonna need him in in, in the SEC play. Um, they probably probably pick him up. I guarantee they'll, they'll ease him up to twenty next week, and then you know he'll be twenty five plus most games. But damn, dude, I, I'm I'm nine and three right now. But like, you gonna f around and find out versus Ole Miss this year? Listen at him. He's I told you he's the king of Kool Aid. He's Bradley. First, first one on my list, dude. LSU at home. Everybody's Ooh. on there. Everybody's yeah. Ooh. They're gonna win the national title. Ooh. That, that that's one that I think we could whip their ass at home. Well, a couple of quick notes before we get out. Ole Miss set its single game team passing record with five hundred and twenty four with five hundred and twenty four yards. The previous record was five seventeen against ULM in twenty eighteen. The seventy three points tied for the tied for seventh most in school history, the most of the Kiffin era, and the most since seventy six against Southern Illinois in two thousand and eighteen. And the six hundred and sixty seven yards of total offense ranks as the sixth best mark in school history. 
So they did some work today. They did some absolute work. And defensively, they rebounded. They moved to 1-0. I don't think you could really ask for much more. This has been the Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad. And for Brad, I say goodbye. Bye, Brad. See you, Ben. Howdy, toddy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc